Big homies, what's up? Today is May 1st, 2020. A couple more days till I turn 31. 2020 hasn't been kind to me. But guess what? I get another birthday. How about that? That's pretty damn kind, I think. So let's get this party started. All right. So yesterday, the last day of April, I put out a Facebook post, you know, asking for suggestions on, hey, if you had a podcast, what would you talk about? Or if you had the option, what would you talk about? So um, here it is. Let's uh, let's get down to the basics. Um, you know, there was a there was a number of comments, and I ended up cutting it off because I wanted to, to keep it somewhat short and simple and I'll do another one uh, most definitely so I uh, wanted to give you guys a, a heads up though I wanted one of the podcasts I talk about uh, potty training um, so I thought you know no better time than now I'm, I'm working from home this week and you know I got the weekend so let's, let's do this thing and so I'm gonna start you know, I started yesterday on the Potty Whiz app. I downloaded it from the App Store. Every I set a timer every 30 minutes. So every 30 minutes, my timer goes off. I go get a little Sophie. We set her on the potty. She don't pee. She don't pee. She enjoys it. And then um, let me go do our thing. And every 30 minutes is that way. Um, so I'm going to try that. I'm not going to push her too hard because um, one of the suggestions really opened my eyes. So... Um, but I'm going to try it out. She enjoys it, so she's showing a little interest. So I think um, uh, we'll see where this goes. And um, so I, I said something about putting a link to the book giveaway in the show description. I apologize. I haven't done that yet, but I'm going to do it. I really want to get rid of this um, uh, giveaway a couple books on Dad's Edge. So, and this is not sponsored by the guy. He wants to charge me full price, so that's, that's what I'll do. I'll do the full price, you know. That's, that is what it is. Um, I haven't asked him for a lesser price either, but that's okay. You know, we gotta, we got to support each other. So, um, all right. Now, the dads with daughter topics. So, I kind of summarized these, but this is what uh, a lot of you said. <laughs> now, these are kind of funny, and, we, you know, we can't touch base on all of these, you know whatever reason uh, but check them out all right mental health that's a huge thing um i just released a bonus episode of um suicide and had you know touched a little bit on my sister's own um ending but uh it's but i really try to focus on dads um and the and the issue we have with suicide um but definitely we need to get more in, into that and um Another issue is uh, men equal to women, parental rights. You know, so many times we hear where men just get screwed over by the courses, screw, screw, screwed. And um, I've seen it personally with the people that, that I know, with the parents I know. Um, and I see it on I see it on the dads with daughter group. Man, it's tough. Um, so terrifying the first boy the daughter brings home. I hear you. I hear you. Um, new generation of women on perfect father. Uh, like a crazy expectation. Uh, and I understand that too. Like this generation, it does it. Me personally, 
And a lot of people that I know, we do it a little different than the previous generation. Um, I apologize for the background noise, but sometimes there's a lot of expectations uh, we set for each other. And this is not only being a dad setting up expectations for your spouse, but it's also your spouse or your significant other, whoever setting up expectations for you. We're human. We are human. So that I completely agree. I feel like my wife, um, she thinks very highly of me and she really sets the expectations. And um, I look at it that way. I can't reach them all, but I try to. Because if you, if you, if you reach, if you set your aim for nothing, you will hit it every time. You know, set your goal for nothing. That's what you'll hit. I mean, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. But, um, you know, I like to think that, man, my wife's, man, she's crazy. She thinks I'm, she sets up all these goals for me. But I really think that uh, she thinks highly of me. She knows my, um, she knows what I can accomplish. So I look at that a little different probably than, what the original commenter uh, wanted to talk about. Um, so when you're another, another idea was a uh, proper di- dimensions of the whole to place your boy, you know, her first boyfriend, uh, how much lie is needed. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, patience. It's just, to me, this is huge. And, um, Man, my little four-year-old, she acts so grown up one minute, and the next minute she acts like a four-year-old. And my little one, uh, she's she doesn't even act. I mean, it's just patient. Uh, I, it's something patience is something I've prayed for, and um, it, it's tough. It's tough, and um, you really have to bring yourself to their level to really achieve uh, patience. Uh, but that's a good thing to talk about. Uh, another. Another point is how many pigs eat boyfriend's body without the trace? And I think somebody said five uh, bones and all. Okay. Uh, letting children make mistakes, letting children be children. And this is another, like as pay, we talk about patience, definitely talk about um, letting children make mistakes because uh, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I wish I could find out which one it was. It was a, MF CEO podcast and the guy Andy was talking about so many people nowadays they're you know you're in high school you're in school you got to get a you got to get permission to use the bathroom you got to get permission to uh go here uh you've got to you've got to get all this permission so nobody really can make decisions on their own they're wanting somebody else to tell them what to do because that's the way that uh, that's the way it is. I, I remember like going to college for the first time, you know, nobody's saying you got to be here. Nobody's, uh, I can get up and leave if I want to. Um, you know, maybe some professors have an issue with that, but at the end of the day, I can do what I want. I'm, I'm paying to be here. Um, I'm not required to be here. Um, but when it comes down to raising little, this is, this is applying to kids of all ages. Um, but, uh, you know, letting children make mistakes and that includes your teenagers. If you never learn, you know, not everybody's going to learn from other people's mistakes. I was older. I'm, I'll be 31 this month. And, um, sometimes I, I like to say, yeah, I can look at other people, see the mistakes they made 
and then say, I'm going to make, I'm not going to make those mistakes. I'm not going to make the same decisions they did. By the end of the day, that's highly unlikely. I try and I may succeed, but at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's no better wisdom than for me to do it myself and fail. So uh, that's something good to, to think about. Uh, one comment was three core values in his family. It's uh, kindness, silliness, and adventure. And um, he talked about how he could go on and on all day long on, on doing that. And I agree. That it's kind of like uh, letting children be children. Um, you know, you, you want to be kind. You want to be kind to you, yourself, kind to your uh, siblings, kind to your parents, kind to your friends, kind to the neighbor. Kind to everybody you meet. You know, I look at, I'm, I'm a member of a lot of groups. I'm in a member of real life groups and not everybody's kind. And, uh, as, as an adults and not every situation calls for kindness. Um, but most of them do. And that's something that, um, a lot of people aren't taught, uh, silliness, that's, you know, letting children be children, you know, kids are silly. I don't care if you're 13 or, or three kids are silly. Um, and adventure, oh man, right now there's a lot of damper on things, but you could walk around your yard, at least I can, and we can point out things. You know, I found a millipede, uh, ooh, or a centipede, and that thing's adventurous. That thing's going on four inches long, and it looks like it, it would eat me over time. Um, so, you know, I can't go to the state park up the road. It's closed down, but on a normal, normal time, there's, there is time for adventure. So, um, here, here's another one, uh, adaptability for kids during these times. Well, that kind of hits on the adventure. Um, but we have to adapt as parents. We have to adapt. Kids are having to adapt. My wife has taken our kids and she's visiting her sister right now and her kids. Um, she has been working for the past two weeks, almost three weeks. And, uh, she's a nurse. So that's an issue. That's been an issue for me. And so but she hasn't been, you know, working. So they, you know, they, my, my oldest is really fighting my, my wife. I think she's tired of us. Uh, she's sweet as she could be, but I think she's really tired of us. So, um, we're going to adapt in this way and we're going to let her go over there and spend some time with her cousins and see how it works out. So, we're going to try that. So, and then here's what was eye opening for me. I'm not sure if the guy listened to the podcast, called me out on it low key or just, he's a part-time preacher stepping on my toes, but it's pretty much all kids are not the same. I.e., my two year old that does not care about being potty trained. Um, so that's kind of changed my outlook. I'm going to adapt with that newly found information on the way I potty train Sophie. So it's really good. You know, you know, my, um, expectations are a good thing, but, um, you know, each kid is different. And sometimes as parents, we have to step back and say, these kids are different. They're not the same. So that's a really good way to look at it and really good to look at and not ignore. And, um, I'm saving this one for last. Because I think um, this is kind of it. Kind of goes along with the three core values that uh, the one commenter said. That his family is a rule for his family. But this one here is the three R's. 
and it's also the last comment that I before I blocked it off. I thought it'd be a good way to end the, the session are the three R's respect oneself, respect for others, and responsibility for your actions. Um, man, that is huge because um, I believe in modesty. I want my daughters to have uh, modesty, I want my wife to be modest, and myself, I, I need to be modest myself. I, I mean, if I wasn't modest, and um, I don't think that would be a good leading by example. Uh, but it's a lot easier for me as a man to be modest than it is for a woman because everything out there is, is cut to show skin, uh, cut for sexuality. And I, I sort of look at uh, sexuality a little different now that I have daughters of my own. And I think some things, it's frightening, I will. But um, it's just changed me. It really has. Um, so respect for oneself, that's huge. You know, like, so you, how are you going to expect other people when you don't respect your stuff? How are you going to respect other people when you don't respect yourself? Um, you know, if I ride up on a, you know, somebody's going to do work for me and I ride by their house and I see, you know, stuff all over the place out of organize, you know, not organized, maybe organization is not their strong point, but, uh, if, if they're going to, how are they going to respect my stuff? If they're not going to respect theirs, um, uh, that's you know, that's uh, that's something that I I I see personally, and um, I'm not the most organized person to say that, and that's one of my goals is to be a more organized person. Um, so, uh, I you know I used to think uh, well, if you got a clean desk you got a clean mind or a you know a non busy mind. If you got a cluttered desk you got a busy mind. But um, I have a busy mind whether I've got a clean desk or empty desk. So uh, clean up as you go. Respect oneself. And um, respect for others. Maybe I got off on a tangent there, but respect for others. Uh, huge. Man, I was talking about the kindness part uh, as well. You know, you're, you're kind to others. You're respectful of others. Um, I've got several friends on Facebook and in real life, but I actually inter right now interact with those friends more on Facebook. They have different political views views than mine. I mean, it can be heated sometimes. And and then their friends, uh, I may say something, and you know, and their friends come in and they attack me, and it's tough. I'm not saying I'm never. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, I, I attack people online. Um, so I don't think. Um, here I am calling myself out, but that's not being respectful. We can have it. We can agree to disagree, that sort of thing. Um, agree. But I, I need to be respectful of their opinion because we all have opinions. And vice versa. They need to be respectful of mine because they also have an opinion. In fact, you know, our ability to say someone's wrong or right is somewhat of an opinion, believe it or not. So um, respect for others. Be kind. You know, just be respectful. It's easy. I I wish all every I wish everybody was that way, including myself. And last but not least, responsibility for your actions. Wow. Being responsible for your actions, man. That's great. Uh, my wife called me out um, a couple of days ago, actually this week. I had uh, was cleaning out the gutters and kind of stepped on one of the flowers that was broken. And I didn't say anything to her about it. She found it. 
and she was pissed. And she's like, this is the second time this week that you've broken my flowers. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, but I should have told her up front. I should have, I should have, when she, you know, when I saw her, the next time I saw her, I should have said, Hey, Kevin, I apologize. I stepped on your flowers. I didn't mean to. And I would have, she still would have been mad, rightly so. I mean, just because I say I'm sorry doesn't give um, her the right not to be mad. But um, it would have let her know, like, hey, I value you enough to let you know that I, I you know, I'm telling you so you don't stumble across it later and find that your flowers have been damaged. And um, I took responsibility for that. But at the same time, uh, did I really? So I, uh, if I, if I'm at work and I, and I do something, am I taking responsibility for a mistake? If I don't fess up about it and I handle it without anybody else knowing, maybe it just depends on, it just depends on what it, what it is, I guess. So, um, but being responsible is, is a huge, huge thing for me. And as an employer, that's a, that's a huge thing as well. So I'd like to go in on a couple of these details uh, one by one. But I also want to say, you know, I made something this today. Um, I made a, a document, printed it out, and it's um, – I was reading a, a, a podcast uh, sheet uh, like an e- email newsletter and it got me thinking. So I made a, um, I, I made something. I made a 2020 goal, tw- uh, a goal printout for, for me for this year. So I went through and I listed out some goals and then I wish, you know, kind of weeded through them. And so I've got a couple of, you know, I've got seven things. Um, number one, I want to become a better spouse. It's a godlier spouse, mainly, because that is showing that I'm able to um, put God first in my household. And I want to become a better parent. Um, it goes without being said, but that's one of my goals. I need to, I want to open a side business. Maybe I should put in there a profitable side business. But I want to, I want to open a little something. Um, I want to buy a house closer to my daughter's school. Um, with more land, something that that's going to take me a year, probably, maybe, if not longer, it may be shorter, but I think it's going to take longer. I want to become debt free. Uh, this is a huge goal, but this is, this is not a 30 year plan either. I don't, I don't, you know, I just, cause I got 25 years on my mortgage doesn't mean that I want to take that long. Uh, really I want to look at it as like, I got 10 years left, if not more, if not less, um, and I want to complete the 75 hard challenge with all the phases, phase one, phase two, I guess there's a phase three. I don't really know. Um, but there's phase zero through two that I know about. Um, I don't know if phase three has been released yet. And then this one's kind of big, complete previously started projects. I've got all kind of projects that, um, that I've, that I've started and haven't finished. You know, I've got. 60 pieces of wood in my garage right now from a table I was going to make for my wife. All this stuff, you know, I got left over when I built racks for my garage. All this stuff left over. 
So I need to start on that. Um, and one of the, this is so one of the uh, one of the things is uh, I'm going to focus on is if I'm going to start a project, if I'm going to do something. How is it going to benefit me to make to to reach in those goals? Um, and so, like for instance, I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's doing the 75 hard challenge, you know, with me alongside me, whatever. He said, um, so well, I was talking to him about a, a leather holster. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a pistol that I've never really carried. I put a light on it. I think it'd be great for when I work out in the mornings, work out late in the evenings, whatever, something with a light on it. And that way, if you know, something does go, does go down, I've got an ability to see what the heck is going down and take care of it. Um, and so he's like, how is that, you know, you know, so if I, you know, if I spend thirty dollars on on the kit to make the holster, and then ten hours doing it myself, that doesn't really impact any of my goals. And that's starting a new project. Or I can just take sixty, eighty, hundred bucks and pay someone to do it. Drive there, drop off the pistol, and uh, let them make it, and let them make it good, right? <laughs> and then. Uh, and then pick it up and it'd be done. My time's not wasted. I'm able to spend that 10 hours putting it toward one of my goals. And maybe I could, you know, maybe that could do it with Allie, my, my oldest daughter. Maybe I could do it with her, but not really. She's not going to show interest in making a gun holster. So uh, while it'd be neat to learn, I don't really want to make it a side business and it's starting another project. So, uh, right now, I don't think that's the best use of my time. So I really don't think I'm going to do it, uh, to be honest with you. I think I'm just going to pay the 60 bucks, whatever, and pay a local guy who knows what he's doing to make it. Pay the $100, whatever, uh, for a local guy to do it. And so, yeah, um, I was talking to my buddy this morning, and that kind of sparked that conversation. So I'm excited that um, that I'm going to think about stuff that way. It's a good habit. It's a good idea. Um, like I was cleaning out my gutters this earlier this week before the storm. Yeah, that didn't really help any any of my lists. But uh, if I had my list at the time, but I think it's good to um, to do that. It's part of uh, maintenance. It's just something that's got to be done. Without, I mean, not cleaning out your gutters of your house, unless you have a gutter guard system, you know, or equivalent, then you've got to do that. It's like cutting your grass. Either you pay someone or you do it yourself. It's like cleaning your house. You either clean your house, your wife cleans your house, you do it together, or you pay someone. In fact, I remember when I first joined this group, there was a there was a there was a there was a, there was a comment and it was talking about, hey guys, anybody ever pay someone to clean your house? And the comments blew me away. And the and the majority of them were like, Yes, pay that money, it is worth it tenfold in your relationship you just think you can't afford it and my mom's always knock people that have maids always i don't have a maid i wish i did you know i'm, I'm considering it two small children i think about the be- the benefits that it would have upon my marriage um, my wife don't really enjoy cleaning up at the same time she's very critical of my cleaning habits which makes me mad which makes me feel like she's ungrateful 
when she's just a better cleaner than I am, but it still makes me mad. And I think I'm, I have a right to be mad. But most of those comments were like, man, it is so worth it. I, you know, I, you know, five years ago, I decided to get a maid and I haven't regretted one minute of it. I have not looked, you know, so I'm, it got me thinking, you know, that would make me a, that would give me more time to be a better parent or it would allow my spouse more time with the kids and make her a better parent or a better spouse. Cause we're not fighting over cleaning up the house. You know, that stuff is done. And, um, it's kind of neat to think about that way. I'm not in a point in my life where I'm ready to pay someone right now, but maybe a month from now, maybe a year from now, maybe 10 years from now, I'm not above it. Um, and so uh, it's just something to think about. So let's, um, you know, we can get started. You know, I'm, uh, of course, I'm going to talk. I'm not going to really talk about how many pigs it takes to eat a boyfriend or how much, how many cubic inches of dirt an average boyfriend will displace or, you know, so I think, I think we'll start out with the mental health um, aspect with the mental health portion and go from there. So. Hey guys. I apologize. Okay. I thought I thought I was recording this episode, but obviously I wasn't. I've spent several times last week. Maybe I did record it. Maybe I can't find it on the app. But I'm just going to go ahead and release this episode, and I'm going to re-record um, what I did. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'll give you a preview of what we're going to do next time.